All right. Why What's Your Sign is the worst pickup line ever. <laughs> so much to be said about this. I love, love, love relationship astrology. Relationship charts, doing relationship readings is absolutely fascinating. And to me, it shows astrology at its very, very best. You just, it's uncanny how well it works and how well we see each other lighting each other's charts up in very specific ways, in numerous ways. Every relationship is going to have dozens and dozens of intersection points where someone's triggering this or triggering that or triggering it in this way and so forth. And then when you have what's called the composite chart, which is a combination of people's charts together, you get even more information about what the relationship is about. It's an absolutely fascinating study and it shows astrology really at its most perceptive and most useful in terms of showing the interconnection between people and, and how they work together. There's many aspects that we look at in the relationship charts, but I think here's some secret sauce that I use in my astrology. The, the key, there's two key relationships that I look at, and then we're talking about heterosexual couples here. There's two key relationships that I look at and that's the sun and the moon and then the Mars and Venus. I think these are, for most people, at least they want them to be the bedrocks of their relationships. And sometimes you can say, well, I want this and not the other, which is fine too. But these are the real key things to look for. So if you're asking, you know, if you're a guy, just let's keep it simple. If you're a guy and you say, hey, baby, what's your sign? And she says, oh, I'm an Aries or I'm a whatever. What she's saying is her son is an Aries. So if you're a Capricorn or you're a Libra or you're whatever, a Sagittarius or something like that, you can quickly say, oh, I see my son trines your son. So we've got a nice, you know, harmony there. And that's useful to a point, but it's not really great for intergender relationships. And again, we're talking about fairly heteronormative stuff here. And by and large, we're talking about the guy playing the guy's role. We're not talking about stay-at-home dads and, and power moms, you know, out there, corporate CEO moms. That can be a different shade of this. And you can look at those specifically if that's what you want in a relationship. You can sort of switch things around. But we're talking about sort of traditional, the guy is the husband, the woman is the wife, and the guy is a sort of sexual instigator, and the woman is the sexual receiver. Those are the kind of things we're getting at here. Again, feel free to adjust as you want. You can switch these around. There are plenty of dominant female women who, who want to take an assertive role in the sex, or they want to wear the pants and, you know, God bless. But if you want to get a reading where you want to look at it from that perspective, that's certainly something we can do. But generally speaking, if you're a guy and you're asking a girl what her sign is, you're looking from son to son, my son versus her son. And the sons in the, in the charts describe basically your masculine hero's journey in your life and your purpose and your personal creative expression and your journey. Um, and generally that's the sun is the male planet. It's the, it's the archetypal son, S O N father, um, husband. That's, it's the male archetype in a relationship. The moon is the female archetype in the relationship. It's the wife, it's the mother, it's the daughter. And that's pretty much straight down the line. So if you're asking a woman what her son is, you're basically asking her, well, you know, what kind of husband would you be to me? Or how would our purposes line up? Are we aligned in that? And that's something that's worth noting in a chart for any relationship. Are your purposes aligned or are they con conflicting with each other? But if you're looking for a wife in this case, you're going to ask her where her moon is. How does your moon relate to my sun? And there are very specific aspects we look at with the moon related to the sun, some of which are absolutely beautiful and ideal and harmonious for a marriage. And you say, oh, wow, you would be a great wife for me because uh, you've got a trine or a sextile or whatever, even a conjunction sometimes. But, oh, you've got a hard aspect to my son. That could be a difficult marriage. Or you've got, it's totally out of aspect. It's a, qu a quinquonks or something from my son. And uh, there's not really a lot of chemistry there for a husband-wife relationship. 
And so it's not as sexy of a pickup line, you know, hey, baby, where's your moon? But it's, if you're serious about it, it's, it's a much more useful answer. Uh, but I think that the question most people want to get to, especially in sort of the Tinder era, is, uh, is where's your Venus, baby, right? Unerringly, I found Mars-Venus aspects describe the quality of sex, even just the, the reality of sex actually happening, even if people like each other, sometimes the sex just never happens for whatever reason. And oftentimes that's because there's just no Mars-Venus aspects. And even people where you think, gosh, I don't really want to be sexually attracted to that person, and yet here it is. <laughs> it's sort of how that, where that come from. When the Mars-Venus aspects line up, you know, it can be, it's literally electric. I mean, this is the, this is the, literally the chemistry that everybody talks about between people uh, sexually. That's the foundation of it. You can add on things like Jupiter, you can add on the moon and Pluto and even Neptune sometimes in certain aspects to really layer on, you know, different qualities of sexual chemistry. And of course, it's fascinating to look at, you know, the quality of your sexual dynamics and what signs they're in and so forth. But by and large, keeping it really basic, if I'm the guy and my Mars is on your Venus, uh, related to your Venus through trine, opposition, even squares, hard aspects can actually just increase the sexual tension, which exacerbates the chemistry, or they're conjunct, there's generally going to be a strong sexual connection. And if it's out of aspect, or they're in unrelated signs, or they're just too, the orbs are too wide or whatever, if they're not related properly, it's just going to kind of be, you know, it's just not really a fit. You know, and that's extremely predictable and extremely consistent throughout all the relationship charts I've read. So yeah, again, if you're a guy and this is important to you and you really figure out where your Mars is and figure out where all the signs are so you can do a quick calculation in your head and uh, hey baby, where's your Venus? If you can find that out uh, and if, you know, sitting over a bar looking up on a phone, you can get a sense, oh wow, we've got strong sexual chemistry. I mean, hopefully by that time you know if you've got strong sexual chemistry or not, but really it can be spelled out I and mean, to see if it's, it's mutual. I think a lot of guys have sexual chemistry with almost everybody and they're kind of waiting for someone to reciprocate. And so the Venus side of it, if the Venus lines up, it just, it just seems to work. So there's a number of other aspects that go into relationships and lots of coloration and variation and extra special uh, additions to how this stuff works. But I think what's your sign is probably one of the most useless questions you can ask if you're trying to find someone who's compatible with you as a wife, certainly, but definitely sexually, it's almost completely irrelevant. The sun in the chart, the I'm an Aries, I'm an Aquarius, I'm a Capricorn, this is a very, very small amount of information about who you are in your chart. It's a nice, the sun sign, newspaper, astrology, internet astrology, it's certainly an interesting starting point, but man, is it misleading. There's so much more information about, you could have a fourth house Aries sun and no one would even know you're an Aries. If you've got uh, Libra rising and you know, your sun Aries in the seventh house, you're not going to appear Aries at all. You're not going to come off as super aggressive and super macho at all, quite the opposite. And so you can tell someone you're an Aries and say, oh, I love Aries, you're so rough and tough, and you're actually, you don't come off that way at all because your son is hidden away in the seventh house. So there's there's a lot about that. That's just not enough information to make a decision. But when you look at a chart in detail and you see where the sexual planets line up and what's supporting them, you get a very precise picture of that aspect of the relationship, which I think is so critical to so many people. Maybe her her Mars is on your Venus and now she's kind of the guy in bed and so forth and you know a lot of people like that and that's how they want to situate their relationships or the opposite where her son is on your moon and you are the stay-at-home dad and she's out there conquering the world and so forth and so there are all these sort of variations
variations about how these work, but these are the archetypes of play. The husband, the wife, the, the male lover, the female lover. And what you find in marriages is they're not often, you know, they don't all, always happen together. You can have a, someone who's a perfect wife for you and have absolutely no sexual chemistry at all. That's actually incredibly common, uh, probably sadly so, but uh, I mean, depending on how much you want from your marriage relationship. Or you can have strong sexual relationships and there's really nothing indicated for a marriage at all. And so if you're looking for that perfect match, um, I've seen it. It's fairly rare, to be honest. But when you're screening it, when I do relationship readings for people, if you find that and you're looking for that sort of husband or wife where you can have a fulfilling marriage and a fulfilling sex life, you're, those are the aspects you're going to look for uh, to make sure they're not afflicted by, by sign or by other aspects from, from more difficult planets that can undermine it. There's a lot that goes into that. But those are the kind of core components of that. So next time you're at a bar... <laughs> memorize your chart. <laughs> and uh, and uh, if you ask someone, hey, baby, where's your Venus? You might get an interesting response. But hell, if they know and it lines up, then you know, you, you probably really got something. So interesting thoughts for mating and dating and uh, marriaging. And it's just, it's such an interesting topic to go into in depth when you get a relationship reading. It's stunning the amount of information that's in there about how people are compatible and how they're not compatible and how to work through it. Absolutely. One of my favorite things to do. Thanks.